When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome in to DMVR Buffs Primetime. Presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations from hap- for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Um, special shout out to Illegal Pete's for the treat I got from them today. Also. Yeah, right. You had it for lunch. Susie was having some taquitos from there Ooh. that looked absolutely unreal. The okay, I was introduced to the taquitos at our Christmas party. Right, right. Those went out like right away. Yeah, they're amazing, uh, as advertised. Uh, my name is Jake Schwan. It's joining me today, my guy Andre Simone. Once up, again, dude? how are you, man? Great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, I was a little concerned that you know we may have to stretch and uh, reach for some topics on today's show, but never as it always works never. out. Never. Never. Before we go live, yep. something happens to come through that is absolutely worth talking about yep. and worth leading the show. Yep. Hello, Tyler. Hat Jake says hi. All young men from the state of Florida. Uh huh. I need, I need one who's trying to get out of his NLI with yep. Miami. And shout out. I I can't remember who it was yesterday, but we had a a viewer send in the question about Miami's coordinators leaving and whether we're gonna see. Players enter the portal. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll see with the portal, but 2023 four-star cornerback Antoine Jackson has announced that he wants out of his NLI with Florida. I mean, it's what? right on the heels of the news that the coordinators are leaving. Yeah, with Miami. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. Perfect timing sometimes. It's funny how it works out. I know. I mean, when does it start to become a problem getting out of these NLIs? Yeah. I guess maybe not, because the whole thing is like these players have all the power now. Mm-hmm. So you better not be a dick and force players to stick into agreements, because then that's going to come back to bite you at a later date. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's interesting. Uh, you can go ahead and throw up his film, Alyssa. We'll watch his film. It's a short Little clip today, but just to take you through the timeline of things. Um, so Antoine Jackson actually was a 2024 recruit that reclassified to the 2023 class. That makes him extra intriguing. Yes. Um, so let's go back. The Buffs initially offered him February 12th, 2022. So that would be under Carl Durrell's uh, leadership. Jackson took a visit, an unofficial visit to Georgia on March 18th, ended up committing just three days later, um, visited Miami, had some other offers come in from, you know, Alabama, Ohio State. And then he takes another visit to Georgia in June, an unofficial visit on June 1st, decommits on July 2nd. 
Um, and here he is on the field. Big time talent. Speed for days. Did he pick that? Yeah. All <laughs> oh skills God. are really, really intriguing. Maybe not as long or as massive. Um, but you can just see he's twitched up. He's really good coming downhill and attacking you um there and the ball skills show up when he's going back to track the ball you like tackles like this and as a receiver punt returner that kind of stuff you see oh, the impact the special teamer yeah so um the fact that he's doing this after having reclassified so that's lots of fun the fact that teams like georgia bama miami were on the list right. that's lots of fun um so he decommitted from georgia that july 2nd uh last summer Immediately that same day, committed to the University of Miami, took a, an official visit um, right before early signing day on December 16th, then signed his NLI on December 21st, early signing day, to become a hurricane. But we'll see. Uh, Wayne Morgan with the good point in the comments, I thought a coaching change was a legit reason for getting out of NLI because you signed for the coaches that were there. It's sure. A fair point. Sure. It's just like, you know, like... These cases are going to start to stack up. Yeah. And after signing day, we're this year we had two or three who got out of their NLI. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be 20? Is it going to be 50? Is it going to be 100 in a couple years? Mm -hmm. We're like two days after signing day. There's a big list of kids trying to get out of those same deals they just signed. Yep. Not that it matters or we care um, or that this is an issue in the sport at all. Like, right. Let these kids do what they want to do. Let them have freedom of movement and what have you. But So how close do you really think the buffs are to this kid? Well, Ty Spaulding, who covers the Louisville Cardinals for Rivals. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard of him. He put out a tweet that was a quote from the Miami Rivals message board about uh, Antoine Jackson. Quote says, Louisville, Georgia, Alabama, Colorado, and others are expected to be in the race for Jackson now that his recruitment has opened back up. They're in the mix. Wow. He is a four-star consensus player from Dillard High School out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. One of those Still Florida boys. Yep. Yep. Uh, 241st recruit overall. 16th safety. So he's classified as a safety. But I mean, very interesting. There's definitely playing outside in a lot of yep. those clips. Yep. Uh, huh. They could kind of use the safety help. They've got tons of safeties, but let's throw it up. Let's well, let's yeah, get them yeah. all coming in. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Um, Talk about building from outside in, though. Jeez. Right. Well, when Ryan and I did our projected starters, stacked. We talked about that nickel position quite a lot, and we actually put Cameron mm. Sillman Craig there, mm -hmm. who is a safety. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you look at what Charles Kelly did in his time Florida State with guys like Derwin James, Jalen Ramsey. They played all over the secondary. Right. In the box, right. they were blitzing, doing it all. Right. Um, who's to say that Antoine Jackson couldn't be the next? Man, how's it keep coming? How's it keep happening? It's wild. It really is wild that all of a sudden you could have all these high-end talents in the secondary all playing together. Wayne also bringing up maybe he wants to play with Cormani McLean, who was also committed to Miami for a long, long time before deciding to visit CU and ultimately sign with them 
or commit to them just before signing day. He obviously signed with them on signing day too. Mm. Sean's saying if Uncle Luke has any influence over this kid, he coming. There you go. And Uncle Luke's hanging out with Coach Prime. Wow. What a great thing. <laughs> Pretty crazy. What a great isn't it? time. Yeah. Um this would be a huge get though. Massive. Because we you know, we've talked up the twenty four class that was a really fun episode to get into that yesterday and all the talents but obviously 2023 especially as far as the recruiting class the true freshmen you are only going to be able to do so much right so to start you know to be at a point where you're adding the kids who are getting out of their nlis and being able to bring all those guys that's huge and just adding margins adding talent to the program it's massive like this guy would be huge yep young and legit talent uh-huh. travis hunter Cormani mcclain if you add in antoine jackson it's another 2024 four star and then you have guys like cameron silman craig coming over from jackson yep. state you guys yep. still have guys like trevor woods in yep. the secondary nico yep. reeds in the secondary still sure shiloh i mean this is i don't i don't even think it's a hot take this is by far the best position group on the team the secondary the, yeah the defensive backs yeah no by far and if you had this guy, yeah, we're cooking with gas. Yeah, it's true. And I mean that pass rush in front of them, it couldn't be that bad either, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Huh. Some veteran uh, pass rushers coming in. You got three mm-hmm. grad transfers on the edge, in uh, Taij Alston from West Virginia, Jordan Dominic from Arkansas, and then my guy uh, Taylor Upshaw from Michigan. It's coming together. I'll say that it looks yeah. great on paper. Of course, we have to see on the field. Um, so we'll see. Tavion Beasley, as Lawrence throws out. I mean, so many guys. Kendrick Breedlove from Ole Miss. I mean, right, 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 right. <laughs> when does it stop? We just keep adding yeah. names. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Um, he would also be the fourth four star in this class, in the 23 class, if he were to commit. Four star or better. Well, then it'd be five or more. And then you throw in Travis Hunter, it's six or more. All right. So Shador, yeah, and no, then you no, throw no, Shador, yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I mean, where does it stop? You right, know? right. I get you. I um, get you. Man. But in the twenty-three class, he would be the fourth four-star, aside from Adam Hopkins, Omarion Miller, um, Dylan Edwards, Dylan Edwards, of course. So and Cormani being the five-star five star group. Yeah. So we'll yeah, see. That'd be huge. Um, another story to kind of keep tabs on and monitor. I guess in the immediate future, because he's got to find a team at some point. Mm-hmm. How do you know how it works? Like signing day was last week. Yeah. So, like, yeah, no, you got to kind of sign sooner rather than later. You got to kind of get on that. Yeah. Do you almost count this as a transfer already? They wouldn't because of the right. you know like. There could be a case for that almost. Well, I mean, you look at a lot of the guys who committed. I mean. I think Carmani is actually the only guy that signed on signing day for the Buffs. Right, 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 right. But I mean, he's not—he's not in Boulder yet. He won't be there till the summer at the earliest. So, um, I think that would be the case for Antoine Jackson, also. Anyways, yeah. especially if he's ahead. reclassified, man. Right. Like you know, this isn't a guy who could who could take the fall semester off and enroll in CU if he's reclassified. I'm mm-hmm. guessing he's got a fall semester to finish up and that's certainly the i mean that that is an area where you're maybe behind the eight ball a little bit in that you're forced to get these guys who are going to sign a little later you know than the guys who can get early on campus but that's 
that's just the nature of the beast. There's a reason these guys are focused really hard on 2024, you know, to get ahead of it already. Right. Um, they do need a solid backup quarterback. That's something we've talked about quite a bit. And I think that... Yeah, for sure. They're working through that with the portal. As Prime said on... Uh, or Coach Prime said on his press conference last week, you know, they're still looking at the portal. And after spring ball, there's going to be changes. Oh, yeah. Um, some more background on Antoine Jackson. Also... Uh, believe he runs track um was getting varsity snaps as a freshman in 2020 so wow okay. 2020 21 23 he's graduating high school in three three and a half years it seems yeah so um not we'll, bad we'll put a bookmark in it we'll talk about him a bit later on our guy rk just out there doing the lord's work for us he did now. it man he did it again he did it what again great man if you guys didn't see on socials and stuff already he caught up with former National champion. Well, you know you're always a national champion, and he's also that's an right. That's right. All yep. American. Yes. Uh, back in the '90s, part of that historic '87 uh, recruiting class that wins yep. the wins the chip in 1990. Yep. Uh, one of the greatest buffs of all time, Eric Bieniemy. No doubt. Uh, Alyssa, whenever you're ready, you can throw that up and. How are you doing, bro? Doing good, man. Hey, I just wanted to know like your reaction. Hired Coach Prime and just what it's been like ever since. Fired up for him. Excited for him. Uh, like I'm telling everybody, I just want to temper the expectations and not that I'm trying to make everybody uh, blue or anything or go in the drain. No, I just want to make I, – uh, I know that he's going to do an outstanding job. And it's all about bringing in the right people. Obviously, the energy is there. He's created a buzz about us, and he's doing a great job. That buzz is carrying over throughout the recruiting. And so he's doing a great job of getting those guys in. And so now it's just about building it and making sure they can come out and have a, a productive spring. Then on top of that, building it throughout the summer and then uh, going into fall camp and getting them ready for the uh, for the season. I'm sure you got you have some group chats with some of the old players. Like, is it cool just kind of seeing the energy return around the program? It really hasn't been like this probably for 20 years. You know what? It's always good to see that. And obviously... I mean, hell, I wore the black and gold as well. <laughs> you always want to see them in a great place. It's just good to see some buzz coming back about CU. And I'm fired up. I'm excited. You know, I watch, I watch what he did at Jackson State. Very proud of what he did. But on top of that, now I want to watch what he's going to do. And he has a, a big-time supporter in me as well. Oh, there you go. Oh, that gets me psyched, man. Yep. That gets me psyched. For one, I mean, EB at different points, I mean, he was the OC with more responsibilities than the OC when Ryan was covering the team back in the day. Uh -huh. um, and loosely, though, I think there was maybe never quite any real traction to it. He's gotten plenty of calls of, hey, would you be interested? Like, mm -hmm. uh, what you thinking about this buffs drop, you know? I mean, so it's not a given that he's just going to be bought in and excited about Coach Prime, you know, sure. because there's there can be some conflicting things. Um, but, you know, the the buzz for all the all the alumni, all the buffs greats all the guys from the glory days who've really done it, who are really, I mean, hold that mantle high for the buffs and have for the last 30 plus years. Yep. 
um, and just the excitement that that group of guys has. And you see it in like Joe Klatt's videos. Like how many oh, yeah. how many buffs videos has he made in the last month since Lots. this hire? Compared to like he he never could talk buffs before, you right, know. And right. Jeremy Bloom's in your DMs taking, you know, <laughs> Mike Pritchard. We saw the video with RK yesterday of how excited he is. Um, and you see it from EB today. And then great insights on what Coach Prime is doing on the recruiting trail. He's creating a buzz. Mm-hmm. He's creating momentum and excitement. Kind of every every young mind he touches, yep. every stop of the way, everyone he he brings in. It's it's building on itself. It's creating a general buzz. I think that's maybe somewhat underlooked. You know that it's not. He's he's creating some real momentum. He's creating some real excitement here. Yeah. Eric Bieniemy is now the fourth fifth legendary buff to just be completely on board and fully stoked about this hire we talked to charles johnson he was very hyped he had mike pritchard yesterday uh vance joseph we had the phnx cardinals guys get us a quote from him Mm. and he was really jazzed too uh now you throw in eb um hagan is of course on the staff still so you know how he feels about this right so uh i mean if these guys are buying in that's as good a sign as any of course well and it was always kind of a low-key thing that had me a smidge more excited about prime and in some odd way felt made prime feel like a better fit for the buffs was his prime lined up with the buffs prime Mm -hmm. like when coach prime was at the peak of being prime time neon dion the buffs were at the peak of being the buffs yep just the the badasses in the most badass football conference in college football then. Um, E-double-R saying EB is the reason why he became a Buffs fan back in 88. I mean, EB, wow. like, EB ran like a man possessed, like a, a bad dude, man. He bad is dude. the Buffs' all-time leading rusher in terms of career yardage uh, by a comfortable margin. Right. Uh, Rashawn Salam, who merely won the Heisman. You know, yes, yeah. and he's got him easily beat on the single-season record, of course, because Salam ran for 2,000 yards that Indeed. year. He won the Heisman. Um, he is also the all-time touchdown rushing touchdown score for the Buffs. Eric Bieniemy is with 41. Again, ahead by a comfortable margin. Uh, is tied for fifth in terms of single-season touchdown records with 17. So Not bad. Not bad at all. All right, before we move on with the show, though, telling you guys about our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. Yes. And uh, the Radio Row content has been amazing from our people. I saw my dad sent me a video yesterday. He was watching uh, Florio and Chris Sims on Pro Football Talk. Right in the background, you can see Allie, Henry, and Ryan, and RG. We're everywhere. <laughs> there you go. Come on. We are everywhere. We ain't hard to find. We just like Coach Prime, baby. What say. Um, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. They've got tons of great deals. If you scroll across the top of the homepage, uh, just opt in. How, do you know how many props we're up to on DraftKings Sportsbook? I don't, but you and Ryan claim over 1,000. Okay. There's a lot, man. Yeah. There is... A lot. Let me just say that. Yeah. I can't wait. I think I'm on bets with you on Friday and we can get all into Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Yep. That's right. A little Super Bowl preview can for you. Not wait. Download yeah. the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code DMVR. New customers can bet five dollars 
on the Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It is two's birthday today. Happy birthday, Shador Sanders. Happy birthday, Shador. He'll get his his shout out during the Bacchus and Shanker read because their numbers two 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 exactly yeah that's Um, the Shador special. But I got to tell you guys about Breckenridge Brewery. Boom! Uh, Shout out to those guys. We love our Breck brews here at DMVR. We sure do. You can check out that Avalanche Amber Ale right in front of us. Yeah, yeah. Some would say the best Amber Ale on the market right now. No doubt, no doubt, man. They've got the stranglehold on they it do. Now. Yeah, you love <laughs> They've that. cornered the market. Um, you can use their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a beer near you. Find yourself a Mountain Beach Sour, Avalanche Amber Ale, Mile High Golden Ale, all oh, that yeah. good stuff. Oh, yeah. All right, let's move on. Um, a couple articles I thought were pretty interesting came out from 247 Sports. Our guy, Adam Monster Tiger published one, and then Brad Craft- Crawford published one. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about the Adam one first. Yeah. Because it was a, a very interesting article. Um, it's called Colorado Signing Picks for 2023. If you want to look that up on Buff Stampede, it's a free article. Um, he picked like his superlatives for this class. I love this. As we know, Adam is very, very tuned in on the recruiting scene. Yep. So uh, this is notable. Very, very notable. We start with the top offensive signee. For us, it's been Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards. Hopkins? For No, for Adam, he put O'Marion Miller. Four-star wow. wide receiver. Wow. Yep. Hmm. Uh, 6'2", 205 already. Um, so college-ready frame is what Adam says. Racked up 4,070 all-purpose yards and 48 touchdowns at North Caddo High School. Um, had an impressive 24.1 yards per reception as a senior. Uh, he's in line to have a massive role this year. And uh, this is also interesting. So Adam actually has his previous picks from other recruiting classes. There you go. 2022. Do you want to know who he picked? Lay it on me. Jordan Tyson. Boom. Nailed it. Pretty damn good pick. Yeah, no, he nailed it. He nailed it, man. Um, so Brendan Rice was in there from 2020. Um, so yeah. Next one, top defensive signee. I mean, Carmani McLean. As if there was any other doubt. You gotta give it to Carmani. Gotta give it to Carmani. Yeah. I mean, should immediately step in as a plug and play defensive back. Uh, in 2021. Do you want to guess who Adam's pick was? I know you probably don't know who was in the 2021 class. No, not really. We already said his name on today's show. Trevor Woods was his pick. Oh. Yeah. Well, not bad. How about that, huh? Okay. Uh, In 2020, he had Christian Gonzalez. That, in retrospect, looks (laughs) really, really good. And in 2019, he had Mark Perry, who is starting for the national uh, runner-ups at TCU. Brilliant. Yeah, Mark Perry, he was a real um, leader of that recruiting class. He mm-hmm. was really like into the buffs. He was yep. doing a good job of building buzz among mm-hmm. all the recruits. You can see it on the screen there. Most underrated, Tajay McCoy. Um, we've Tell talked about, about him Tajay. quite a bit. So uh-huh. he's only a three-star. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's like top 600. Like He's a decent recruit. Okay. But his junior tape, when RK and I talked about it, it was like, eh, like... Don't really know what we're getting here. You look at the senior tape, though, and Grosspert just 
putting it all together. He got it now. Okay. I love um, this for us. So we'll see. I mean, he is underrated for sure. Uh, he mm-hmm. was one of the first guys to commit to Coach Prime when he was hired. Um, so we'll see uh, how effective he is. As we talked about, there's already a lot of uh, grad transfer edge players. Right. Top right. athlete, there though. Are, yeah. Dylan Edwards. It's a good one. The world-class sprinter. And you like that because you don't want him to be just a back. Mm-hmm. You want to get him in space. You right. want him to be a scat back, maybe a slot, maybe whatever. We use him in a variety of ways. That's what Coach said last week at the press conference. He's. We should just call that the Colorado back, you know? <laughs> uh, Christian McCaffrey, we Austin We've got to call it the slash back. Come on. Slash back? Yeah, with Cordell Stewart. Can it be Stewart? something more... Colorado base though. Cordell Stewart was Slash. No, I get it. I remember Slash. Well, I remember Cordell. What's a better name amazing. than that? Slash player. <sighs> Fine, but now Slash Junior. That's just like a term. It is, but it's Colorado's. I know, but McCaffrey and Eckler, they're <laughs> okay, Colorado okay. natives. You're you know. Tr- Fine, fine. You're too we'll much of a buff it. right now, you know? <laughs> you just, you've just gone full black and gold on me. What can I do? I guess I have. Yeah. Um, by the way, my shoe is kind of black and gold. There you go. And white. Actually, I think Coach would wow, appreciate it. he guys. would. You might be able yeah. to get them to him. He wants all the vintage stuff right now. Jeez, man. These unboxings are getting... Ooh. Lots of unboxings The grills? Happened. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. My the goodness. Grill. Now we're putting URLs at the bottom of videos. Like <laughs> I, I can already see where this is going. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, most ready to make an impact, Jack Wilty. Uh, Juco transfer coming in on the offensive line. We've been penciling in Isaiah Jada, who's another Juco transfer, to be a starter at left guard. Uh-huh. Uh, but Jack Wilty is definitely in play for that. Where's he coming from? Jack Wilty is coming from Iowa Central Community College. Uh, he spent time at Northern Illinois before that. Got so, it. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. Um, played left tackle at Iowa Central Community College. Love that for us. Me too. The H family says the boulder back. The boulder back. That's a good one. Yeah, How that's a good that? one. Well, neither of those guys are from Boulder. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you got to pick something. You know man. what, guys? I'm, I might just retire this idea. Uh, maybe <laughs> the chat would at least find it interesting that Eckler and McCaffrey are both from Colorado. That's true. You know? That's true. Um, slash. I'm, I've now come back around to slashbacks. So there you go. You've won. Good okay. job. Most versatile. Um, Adam Hopkins, the other four-star receiver thrown in. No, um, I like this. Yeah, uh, he plays defensive back also. Mm. Um, but it looks like he's going to be playing primarily wide receiver. Yeah. So we'll see exactly how versatile and uh, how much early work he gets as a yeah. freshman. Yeah, right. But uh, <laughs> they need playmakers, so. Uh, they do, and I mean, is it Coleman, the JSU wide receiver we all expected to come and then in yep. the end didn't make the jump? Yep, went to Louisville. Hopkins, to me, is a guy who had Coleman made the jump. Yeah, probably doesn't see the field right. a ton. Now it's like, geez, they might, they might need him. They yep. might really need him, especially at wide receiver. And Tra- Travis Hunter swings a lot of this, you know. Mm-hmm. Where Travis plays more primarily is going to open up some playing time on the other side of the field. For sure, for sure. Uh, best interview, he gave it to Ryan Staub, three-star quarterback um, out of West Ranch High School, so a local kid. Uh, six foot one, 190 pounds. I think that's a 
We're going to have to get him on the show then if he wins best interview for Adam. If he wins best interview, yeah. I mean, so much talk about backup quarterback, right? Yep, exactly. So, um, biggest surprise, yes, Jaden Milliner-Jones. And this was a surprise because he wasn't on minor Ryan's radar at all. And all of a sudden, okay. on early signing day, he flips from SMU to Colorado. What position is he? Corner. Oh, <laughs> Corner wow. safety. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, okay. Uh, nice little surprise there. Yeah. For sure. We go down to best story, and what a great pick. Kofi Taylor Barracks from London, England, played for the NFL Academy in London, which is an initiative to get, I don't know if it's all foreign players, it's at least European players into uh, a program that can get them ready for the NFL. Yeah. He obviously earned the offer from uh, Coach Prime at Colorado, but before that, he was offered at JSU and committed to JSU. He was one of those guys that flipped over immediately when Coach Prime, um, not immediately, I think it was a few days, but shortly after Coach Prime was hired. Love that for us. And that's it. Um, An interesting article one yeah. I think that we gained some insight from, and uh, now we got another interview target, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. Let's go to the next one. This one's a bit shorter. Um, this is from Brad Crawford, titled College Football's 10 Way Too Early Bold Predictions for twenty twenty three for the 2023 season. Um, I know we got a lot of uh, fans from the South, so there's some stuff here for Georgia. Um, there's, of course, some stuff for Colorado that we'll get to, some stuff for Ole Miss. So check that out if you guys want to view all of the takeaways. Um, The first one we go to is the second one, actually, though. His prediction is a Heisman winner. Comes out of the Pac-12 this year. Well, you got Caleb Williams for one. Of course. Caleb Williams. Michael Penix. Michael Penix. Bo Nix is the picture. Bo Nix is the picture. And uh, certainly Shadur factors into all that. The birthday boy, you know. Yes, sir. Um, so we'll see how far Shador is able to kind of carry the banner for the Pac-12 and maybe become the Heisman favorite. It's going to be an uphill battle, I think, but uh, right. not saying that he can't have a great season, of course. It's the conference of quarterbacks, man. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see a lot of great football being played. 100%. It should be a really exciting year in the Pac-12. The Quarterbacks that have decided to stay in school make the conference loaded this year. Mm-hmm. Like, loaded. For sure. That's not some euphemism. I'm and not this just is, blowing smoke. The Pac-12 has been getting better over the last, I don't know, two or three years. And last year, I mean, probably their best season, top to bottom, especially the middle of the Pac-12, just really good. You had, like, four top 15 teams. Yep. It's really good. Conference was really loaded. The um, coaches aren't as bad as people want to make them out to be either. You no, know? Like, no, no, no. Especially in the South. Oh, yeah. Especially right now until we get rid of the L.A. schools, you know. Um, there's a takeaway on Cade Klub- Klubnik, the Clemson quarterback. Um, a prediction about UNC with Drake May. And then this prediction uh, about halfway down. Coach Prime's first season surprises all. With a projected preseason win total of four and a half, according to a few early predictions, Colorado's first season under Deion Sanders is, is expected to be a forgettable one given the Buffalo's brutal schedule. Uh, most betters have been going and hitting the over, though, on four and a half early, and he is going with the public on this one. I think five to six and a half is a more appropriate way to set it. Yep. 
Yeah, for well, sure. It's just like we saw teams turn it around pretty quickly last year. Like under this new era of college football, you get it right. Change is going to be pretty quick. I'm not saying they're Washington who went from, you know, right. Not, not making a bowl to being a top 12 program, but still, I think they'll, I think they might not be that far off either. You know, mm-hmm. Um, this is a fun article, though. You guys should check it out. Again, titled College Football's 10 Way Too Early Bold Predictions for the 2023 Season by Brad Crawford. It's on 247sports.com. Um, make sure you guys get your questions in. Also, hit that thumbs up button if you're in here and enjoying the show. Yeah, we a little greatly light. appreciate Please it. help me out. <laughs> help out our friend Dre uh, to not disappoint RK when he comes back and sees yeah, uh, that we getting... tank the show. Getting bullied by Parker <laughs> in our slacks today. Yep, yep. He was not. This is like just 6,000 views on the last bus video. Pathetic. So crazy. I'm just trying, guys. I'm trying real hard <laughs> here. Um, trying real hard. What can I you're do? You're doing Jake? great, Dre. Thanks, um, thanks. Also, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, check out our podcast. Search Buffs on Spotify or DMVR yeah, Buffs. Do it up. We'll pop up there. We Let's would appreciate get that bus pod trending on all the top uh, college football, you know, yep. chartable podcast charts. Let's get it. Let's get it right there to the moon. Let's do it. Yeah. As they say, to the moon. To the moon. Leave my guy a nice little review. You know, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can leave reviews, five star ratings on either. And, uh, you know, just tell your people. Absolutely. We'd appreciate it. Uh, before we get to questions, though, shout out to our friends at Illegal Pete's. Boom. Illegal Pete's is, I mean, probably my favorite restaurant yes, sir. in the entire world right now. Love their endless options of fresh ingredients. Uh, what's your go-to, like, go- Illegal Pete's order? Man, I I mix it up, like, every single time I go there. Really? The um, It's like the deconstructed nachos. Oh, yeah. Reverse nachos. The reverse nachos. <laughs> yeah. That's just amazing. You're basically doing a bowl that then you're going to dip uh, tortilla chips into. Amazing. But yeah, I might be back onto the taquitos. Last time I had some tacos there, though, they were amazing. Like, you can't go anything is good. Everything is anything. good. Anything. I get yeah. the same thing every time, and it's delicious. What's every your time, go to order? Yeah, chicken burrito. Love Illegal Pete's. Uh, shout out to those guys. You miss the Southwest, bro. I worry about you sometimes. Like, eh, you're wearing long eh. sleeve shirts on. Warm days, and you wear short sleeve <laughs> shirts on cold days. You're always eating illegal pizza. You okay? Do we need to I'm talk? Doing okay, okay, we're good. okay. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. <laughs> shout out illegal pizza. <laughs> shout out, guys. Good job. Also, shout out to our friends at Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. Um, also, uh, honorary uh, Shador fans with their phone number. Dude, yeah, two give two, it- two 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 two. Come on. <laughs> like what? That's the Shadur. They're Shadur guys over yeah. there. Like no doubt, no, no doubt about it. They're all about two. Maybe Shador has uh, Colorado families covered too. Then this year. I mean, slowly but surely, I think he does. He does. Not uh, if that Colorado family is unfortunately like a Nebraska football family. Right. You know? Yeah. Then he does not have That's you covered. True. Yeah. And there's a lot of those out here. There are. There are. It's unfortunately. weird. Very weird. Yes. Uh, best yes. part about Box and Shanker, no fees uh, until they win money for your case. No right. fees to speak with them. No right. fees while they work on your case. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. Uh, they help you with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, 
They can even help if you're injured at work. Again, 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Box and Shanker wins. Boom. Boom. Good job, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, you nailed it. I love that. We've got some great questions in, yep. the, in the chat today. Some really good ones. I want to let the questions build up a bit more. Um, okay. Okay, I'll allow it. I'm going to... So I'm going to publish an article uh, shortly after this show, kind of completely breaking down the 2023 recruiting class. Um, you kind of looked it over. There's some crazy stats in there, aren't there? Yeah, wild. I mean, the first-time coach stuff was really interesting. Yep. Um, so look out for that at thedmbr.com. Again, as soon as we're done here, it'll be up. But... I want to talk about this real quick because we got the full list of walk-on players. Mm -hmm. And I've been getting some questions about some guys, so we're going to break it all down here. I love this. Um, guys that we knew were already walking on or preferred walk-ons for the spring. Champion Johnson, uh, he's coming in from Cal. He plays fullback. He is the older brother of the 2023 recruit, Victory Johnson. So we got Victory and Champion coming in. And he was at Cal. Huh? He was at Cal, yep. Fullback, he say. Yep, H-back. Slash like that. Player? <laughs> little twenty-two. Um, oh, yeah. little twenty-two personnel. We doing this, trick? right? Right. That'd be fun. It's gonna okay. happen. Um. Okay. I'm about it. Next guy is Deuce Robertson the second. Um. He has a YouTube channel. He's been posting some stuff. He's been there early working with Shador and the guys. Oh yeah. Uh. He's from Snow College. He was their leading receiver in twenty twenty-two. Stats weren't great. Uh. Snow College wasn't great. But Jada came from there also. Uh, but Roberson, this is a bit of a homecoming. He went to Palmer Ridge High School from Colorado Springs. Oh, nice. Love that for us. Uh, he will be classified as a sophomore this upcoming year. Great. Jacob Polite, long snapper via Jackson State, will be a sophomore this year for the Buffs, was a redshirt freshman last year at JSU. And then He's a lot in of some good videos with Automata. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah they get in the okay. videos. Okay. Bucky likes them. They're great, yeah. yeah um, the next guy, a guy we've talked about quite a bit who we haven't really gotten any clarification on, but we do now, Elijah Yelverton, the former Iowa tight end, 6'5", 250, was a three-star recruit in the 2020 class, committed to Iowa, did not see any playing time, so he entered the portal, committed to Colorado. He will be a preferred walk-on. Yelverton played for Coach Prime when he was a senior at high school at Trinity Christian. Wow. I mean, there's your 22 personnel right there. There it is, yep. You got the you got the second tight end in your fullback ready to go. Um, we've been getting a lot of questions about Elijah because he's been popping up in a lot of those sure. like, workout videos, and yeah, we, yeah. we just didn't really know what the situation is. So there you go. Um, wow. Another guy that we've known quite a bit about is Caleb Mathis. He is the son of cornerbacks coach Kevin Mathis. Uh, he is a 2023 recruit. He comes in playing, I think, cornerback slash wide receiver also. Um, he's been working with Shador and the guys also. Right on. Uh, next guy, Nathan Hallmark, is a linebacker. Uh, he was a 2023 recruit from Fossil Ridge High School in Fort Collins, Colorado. Wow, that's great. So he will be at least on the spring squad. And then we got one today, an announcement today, from Jacob Woida, W-O-I-D-A. Yeah, okay, I'll go with your pronunciation, yeah. Um, he plays defensive end. I just saw this stuff today. So, okay, just pulled up his Twitter. Graduating high school in 23, so an incoming freshman. And there you go. Not bad. So there's all your preferred walk-ons. That feels like more squad. than usual. 
It is seven. It's a nice little list. Nice little list, for sure. A lot different than uh, some other preferred walk-ons that they've been getting in previous years. Indeed, indeed, Jake. Um, <laughs> and I mean, this is this is what the tippy top programs do. You're always trying to add talent, however you can, however, mm-hmm. whatever improvements you can make, you make them, and it's you know even things like walk-ons make a huge difference there. For sure. I believe uh, that is all the news for today. Okay. So let's talk to the people. We'll allow it. Let's talk to the people indeed. The people who have to get us just a few more thumbs up. Yeah. I, I beg you. I'm getting. Let's let's get this to 200. Yeah, I'm I'm getting embarrassed here. We this can get this up happen, to 200. Guys. I know there's more than 200 oh, people man. watching right now. Oh, man. Okay. Let's the go. H family. Given the current changes in Miami, you think Cormani is happier now that he committed to CU? Um, I think you'd have to imagine. I mean, for sure. But I mean, go back. Miami didn't have a great year at all last year. No, no. Um, and I mean, you you worry about these schools like Florida, Miami, not following through on NIL promises. Uh, you know, coaching turnover that maybe they're not disclosing. It's the kind of shady shit that these programs do, and yep. I think I think a guy like Cormani feels way better in Boulder right mm-hmm. now. For sure. Especially with Coach Prime as his coach, getting to actually learn from the best cornerback of all time. Come on, That changes bro. things. Come on, absolutely. Question from Jay. Did you see DeAndre Robinson's Florida visit? I may be biased, um, but an amateur hour food was like Golden Corral and Tor was not led... A Darian Hagen or even a Timmy Tebow lacked CU class and authenticity. Goodness. I didn't see that video, though. No. Wow. Um, Huh. But when you're not used to doing it, when you're not used to carrying yourself, like, Coach Prime, he's he's putting in an effort. He's thought through all these things. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this this stuff doesn't happen by accident. Right. Yeah. So that's a great comment by you. That's a great comment. Um, we'll have to check that one out though. Yeah. Throw it up. E Love asking, did you see Urban Meyer speaking on Colorado? I try to avoid a lot of Urban Meyer related <laughs> stuff for multiple what a reasons. Hater. Come on. Nah, come on. He's won a lot I'm not in college. Gonna, I'm not Jake. gonna get he won into a lot it. in college. I'm not know. getting into it. Hey. The <laughs> article I found is from CBS Sports. Yeah. Headline says, Urban Meyer predicts success for Deion Sanders as Colorado coach. Quote, I think he's going to flip it. Okay. Well, cool. (laughs) Cool. Very cool. That's great. Thanks, Urban. Uh, The first uh, thing I've actually enjoyed seeing Urban Meyer say in a long time. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Wow. Next question. Wow. (laughs) For Mario, has there been any legit reports on if there is mutual interest between Notre Dame and Sean Lewis for their OC job? Um... I have not seen anything on that. This is a good one, though, man. The chat was buzzing a little bit about this. Were they? Of course, uh, Notre Dame loses their OC to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Tommy Reese, right? Yep. And um, now they are on the prowl. I've been hearing Letwich much. I haven't I heard, heard a ton of buzz. Yep. It is that time of year, though. And we were talking this about on the Broncos' side. If they were to hire Harbaugh and what the domino effect of that is, and we saw this with Midnight Mel and having to hire Carl Durrell kind of last second, this is a horrible time to be looking for coaches. Yeah. 
horrible so time. So you went through it two years ago. Oh, no. It's, it's awful. Yeah. The timing is terrible. So Notre Dame trying to find an OC, not great. It's why Letwich really lines up because he's on a similar timeline. Mm-hmm. Letwich in the college game would be very interesting, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I think so, too. He and it would, it would suck for Colorado if they lost Sean Lewis. You're yeah. not going to uh, be able to find a replicable replacement no, at this no, point no, no, in, no. The, in the game, you know? I don't think Coach Prime will let him leave. Look, man, you, you left what you left at Toledo for a reason. Kent State. Kent State. I'm yes. sorry. The same color same scheme in the Mac. <laughs> yeah. Have some, you know, have some gumption. Have some conviction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't worry about that too much until we see another report, to be completely honest, though. The H family with another question. You think Jordan Tyson will medical redshirt this year? Um, it's in play for sure. It's kind of where you've been leaning, right? Coach Sanford told us he would be surprised if he doesn't play this year. But I think the, another thing we need to think about, with the redshirt rule, if he's out until November, he can play the final four games and not have it count against his eligibility. It can count it as a redshirt year. So, so he's saying yes, but he could still play. But he could still play. A little tricky answer yeah. from the Jakester. Yeah. Love that about you. <laughs> Got you guys. Uh, Lawrence with the super chat. Yes, thank you, Lawrence. Is Boulder ready for the stampede coming? I'm of the belief that this is just the beginning. Can you speak on what visible changes that you have seen? Um, the energy, I mean, not really visible, but you can feel it on campus now. It's a different energy, a lot of excitement. Uh, the momentum they've built just over the last two months is already kind of carrying them through. Um, even just like walking into basketball games, people are buzzing, wearing Coach Prime gear. Like people are excited, man. Uh, it's the kind of stuff Ryan's talked about. Yes. Even in Denver, you you see more people wearing the gear. You hear more people talking about it. Even nationally, right? It's like Joel Klatt and just, I mean, how many national headlines was? See you making last season. I bet you you didn't have a single <laughs> national headline to talk about all of last year's football season. Well, in October today you talked about three, Jake. In October three. they fired Coach Durrell. <laughs> that made national yeah, so news. We had, we had that going for <laughs> us, right? Um, though still, Carl Durrell is a guy who a lot of big time college football fans around the country would have been like, "Who?" I know. Yeah. You know I mean, who's Carl Durrell? Yeah. Um. So. You certainly didn't have Urban Meyer doing quotes on where mm-hmm. Coach Prime is at and having hot hot stove predictions of right. where the buffs, you know? Like, it's a mm-hmm. different deal entirely now. And you do feel that locally in that kind of way. Uh, someone mentioned the recruiting room, and that is... Have you seen that? <laughs> so Of course I've seen the recruiting room. This is room. the room where we actually had our meeting with Coach Prime. And that's the video they put out today is when Coach Prime's, like, sitting in the chair in the middle of the room. That's our meeting. And then you see what it looks like now. It is nice. It's Not very nice. Bad. Yeah, those yeah. lights they put up are really mm-hmm. cool. I mean, just the whole concept's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then and you have an immediate view to that like balcony that mm-hmm. overlooks Folsom, right? Right, from that room. Yeah. <laughs> Spectacular. Yeah, amazing. But, uh, I mean, you guys have all heard about the changes he wants to make to like the player lounge and all that. So right. Uh, right. I'm sure we'll see uh, more, more in-depth stuff. Uh, Jared says, I live in Boulder and it's visible. Menus changing, signups all over Pearl Street. Yeah, the menu, everyone's having grits on their menu now. I mean, everyone's going more Southern and mm-hmm. just all the dishes they're making. 
I mean, Coach Prime has brought a whole culture to Boulder. It's amazing. He's amazing. Next question. From Jeff, do you think CU will sell more tickets to fans uh, than to the big red fans? I'd love to see it happen. Yeah, man. Um, CU has been carefully... Yes, they've been carefully vetting people, especially for season tickets. I do have actually an update on season tickets if you want to give a take real quick. Just on the tickets. It's look... uh, Bottom line is they're they're vetting it. They're gonna try their best. I think there's a lot of buzz and excitement. That is a fan base that I mean Nebraska football in Nebraska is a literal religion. It's something that's been going on for generations and generations and generations. I was frankly blown away when I came to Lincoln and saw what it's like. And those fans travel really well, especially for a game that's a six to seven hour drive. Thank you. Well done. So they're going to try, but it, it ain't going to be just the easiest thing either. So going back to uh, you're welcome. yesterday's uh, question, someone asked about an update on season tickets. Yeah. So I got a Discord message from our guy, Kellen. He said um, he heard about the story. So here's or he heard about the question yesterday. So here's his story. He said, see you starts taking deposits for season tickets after the coach prime hire. By the time I went on the ticketing site to put my deposit down, they weren't accepting deposits anymore. They were accepting interest forms, however. He filled one out. Fast forward a few weeks, and he never got the email denying his ticket request like the one Henry tweeted out. He said, Last week I got an email from my ticket rep wondering if I want to put a deposit down, and given my purchase history, I would almost assuredly get a pair of tickets. I put my deposit down today, which was yesterday, and he said he'd be in touch to select seats and pay the balance in a week or two. Beautiful. Um, some background from him that he said. He has gotten tickets to at least one football game and one basketball game every year since 2017. Uh, some years he bought three mini game plans. In 2019, he bought three season tickets, but only for that year. So that's kind of the people that are getting vetted. Gotcha. And gotcha. It looks like he's at least moving forward in the, yep. the process. So. Right, right. Okay, that's really cool. That is kind of a nice... Great information. It's great information. Right. To, to just know like A to B how this is working is really cool. Right. Uh, 40 thumbs up away. Let's hit that thumbs up come button. Come on. Come on. Come on. The H family again with the great Please, questions. Please, guys, help me out. I need it. Given how much Coach Prime loves his Florida boys, what's your over-under on how many Miami players will commit to see you when the portal opens given their recent coaching changes? I think this is what we, was at, we were asked yesterday. Things have changed now. What did we say? Like two and a half? Do we bump it up a whole player now with the Antoine? Oh, yeah. Three and a half at least? At least. Where we set the line? I know, but he's talking transfers, too. Well, transfers, true. So Antoine doesn't fit into transfers. No. But, like, Automata, he's a Florida boy, right? <laughs> he's, I think so. You um, know, like, so then those, those start adding up quick. They do. I don't know. I'd say... Mata's from Georgia. Would like eight percent of the roster be crazy? Like ten? It's not unheard of in this day yeah, and age. Oh. Are we too uh conservative with the three and a half line? Yeah. But this I is think guys so. joining CU from Miami. Fair, though. fair, fair. All from one class. Right. Just saying, like that 
Florida to Colorado yeah. seems to be pretty popular right Maybe now. Maybe we set the line at two and a half and we're at like minus 125. We're about to bump yeah, it up. Oh, there you go. There we're about go. to bump it up. I love that. Um, next question from Connor. Where's Jaylee Stacks on the running back depth chart? Well, you got to imagine Kvasier Smokes ahead of him. Dylan Edwards is ahead of him. Um, Hankerson's ahead of him. Yeah. Deion Smith's ahead of him. Those two yeah. guys were ahead of him last year on the depth chart. And then you factor in Victor Venn, who is coming in or coming back from injury. Yeah, he's right it's, there. I mean, he's fighting as the low man on the tome. Yeah, right it's going to be a long road for uh, Jay Lee Stacks, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, but he offers something that the other backs don't in terms of being that true, massive, like, goal line short yardage back. Right. Plays. Right. So, in a sense, maybe he's the sixth guy in the rotation, but he's your number two goal line back. Right, right, right. And um, he'll be playing behind a much improved offensive line, too. So... Yeah, maybe fits more into like an H back mold, you know, mm -hmm. and those twenty two personnel type packages, you know. So, yeah, definitely could. Yeah. <laughs> um, Travis asking, have you all watched uh, Sado Traore's videos? I've watched a handful of them. Guys, there's so much YouTube content. I I'm, I I'm trying. Yeah, I haven't checked out his videos yet. I'm trying. I'm, I was watching Bucky tell him he needs to start getting videos up. And yeah, so I'm glad he's finally doing that. Mm -hmm. His fan favorite, you know, but um, I watched his first vlog. He was having fun just kind of walking around touring campus. Uh -huh. So it's cool to see those guys kind of getting acclimated already. Yeah. Nick with the question. Uh, did you guys mention Elijah Yelverton? Yeah, we did uh, mention our guy, Elijah Walk-on, preferred walk-on, uh, played for Coach Prime as a senior in high school from Iowa. Exciting guy, man. Yep. Smoke asking, oh, love this. Who do you guys think the starting receivers are? Ah. So, like, <sighs> first play, week one, for the starting receivers? Hunter Miller Hopkins? Could be. Jimmy Horn's going to be in there, too. Oh, shoot. No, it's... First it's snap, not as cut and dry as you think it first is. First snap, I think you go 11 personnel. Right. And yeah, I think it's Horn, I think it's Horn Hunter mm -hmm. Miller. Yeah. Could be. We got a shout out to a guy, Montana Lamonius Craig, too, I think. Yeah. Could Edwards be playing some wide receiver? He could be lining up in the slot first play of the season. Okay, so what's your prediction? I would say, so first play of the season, I don't think Travis Hunter is out there yet. You don't, um, even though you're Mr. I am, Travis Hunter at wide receiver. Huh? I am, but they always seem to like throw him in there when they need him in there. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I do. So, uh, you know, first quarter, first game against TCU, you probably need Travis at corner more so than wide receiver. Okay, fair so enough. So I will go 11 personnel also. I'll go Jimmy Horn in the slot. Give me... Adam Hopkins out wide, and give me Montana Lamonius Craig. Okay, I like it, man. I like it. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Next question from Jamel. What's up, man? Are any returning players going to lose their numbers? Um, that is a great question. Let me pull up the roster. And then he mentions numbers 2, 12, 21, and Yeah, keep seven. that question up for me if you can, Alyssa. Um, trying to think off the top of my head. So I think 12 is definitely open. 
Uh, seven was Owen McCown, so that one's going to be open. Open. Um, but that he's an offensive player, so I don't know if we have a seven yeah, on defense. Right, 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 right. That I think that was. So yeah, Marvin Ham is the inside linebacker. He was wearing number seven. We'll see if that stays the same. Um, Jalen Stryker at wide at a uh, safety. Where's number two? Number two on offense has opened up. That was R.J. Sneed last year. Twelve. So you need both twelves opened up, and both twelves are open up because Quinn Perry was the only number twelve last year, and he graduated. There you go. And then uh, what's the other one? Five. Who is five? Who am I missing here? That be Dylan Edwards. That be Miller. I don't know, but five was J.T. Shrout. He's gone, and the uh, defensively it was Tyron Taylor, safety. Who's number five, guys? We'll see if the comments. Yeah, Cor- Cormani seven. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Um, we'll find out for sure. Yeah. Oh, 21 for uh, Shiloh. Uh, uh, Joshua Wiggins was a freshman last year. Cornerback had 21. Jaylee Stacks is also 21. We'll see. Okay. Love it. Oh, uh, five is Jimmy Horn. Okay, so uh, yeah, five is open on the offensive side for him. So there you okay. go. There you go. Nice. Next question. Seventeen likes, guys. We can do it. Come on. Come on, guys. Nicholas please. with the question. What's up, man? Do you guys feel that CU should make a hard run at Caleb Ducking for Mississippi State? I forgot. See, even when I think it's a slow <laughs> news day, I always there's something I always forget. <laughs> Oh, man, All they're right. getting you good, Jake. They, they're getting you good. They're getting me good, but they also got my back for reasons they like do. this. They do. Absolutely. We are very appreciative of the community for that. So Caleb Ducking was obviously a Mississippi State wide receiver. Okay. Um, finding out when he was a recruit. Oh, whoops. Stand by. So 6'5", 200 pounds. Great size, and they have been pursuing size yes. at wide receiver, especially from one of these transfers. Um, he was a redshirt senior last year, so you have to assume he's going to be a graduate transfer then. Going back to his recruiting page, he was a 2020 recruit. Three stars, 55th player overall. Oh, so he's a JUCO recruit is what he was. So he played at Holmes Community College, uh, for at least a year, or it would have been two years, before he was a JUCO transfer to Mississippi State. Sean with the great breakdown. 6'5", big body wide receiver, good red zone threat. He's older. He though. is older, yep. Yeah. Um, but as a JUCO transfer, he was three stars, the 55th overall JUCO transfer in the 2020 class, the eighth overall JUCO wide receiver that year. They need the size, man. They definitely need the size. Uh, played in the air raid, of course, under right. the Pirate. Right. Uh, rest in peace. For real. Last year, he had 46 receptions, 477 yards, and eight touchdowns. That screams red zone target. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we keep going back to it, man. They they targeted Broden, the big uh, receiver from Bowling Green that went to Arkansas. They targeted Tesla, who ended up also going to Arkansas, yeah. who was a bigger guy. So now you got another one in the... Well, and all these big athletes they've gone on after who double down as, like, tight ends and edges, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that fits the mold to a T. Right. So, 
That's exactly who I'd go after. It's he did subtweet true. Coach Prime. He said, I heard he ain't hard to find, or something along those lines. Oh, oh, How about that? We like that a lot. Yep. We like that a lot. Thank you for getting us to where we need to go. 217. Let's go. Look at our viewers. Thank you. Love thank you guys. You. The best. Thank you. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Last question. And it's for you, Dre. Where in Northern Italy are you from? My dad worked for a decade in, uh, please say that so I don't butcher Reggio it. Reggio Calabria. There you go. He spent his childhood there. That's beautiful. That's great to hear, Ryan. I was up in a suburb of Milan. Uh, was at school at the American School of Milan, so we'd play against all the American bases around Italy. They'd kick our ass in basketball. We'd kick their ass in soccer. It was a glorious thing. But, yeah, always uh, suburbs of Milan settled into a south suburb of Milan for my formative years, middle school through high school. There you go. There you go, bro. That's our guy, Dre. I don't have southwest confusion like you do. <laughs> I've lived in this area a long time, my friend. <laughs> long, true. long time. It's true, I know. Um, good show today. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. This was a good one. This Rife. is one Ryan can't complain about when he gets exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. coming in with the late comment. Antoine Jackson released from NLI at Miami. So it's on, baby. It's on. We'll need to confirm, but uh, jump on the horn. It's on. Yeah. Georgia's not a threat to me anymore, right? Well, he was committed to them for a while. Right, but that's in the past, Jake. Once you break up, you don't go back. You just... I wouldn't put it out of the realm for these recruits, though, man. And also... Who knows what they're doing? These schools, like Bama, Georgia, aren't their scollies counted? They don't just have an extra scolly to throw out there because well, a guy got out of his NLI? Georgia had two guys enter the portal that played corner. The Singletary kid and the, uh, the other true. one. What happened with those guys, dude? I think they're still in the portal. So, yeah. So much portal fun still to come, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, a late super chat? Late super chat from Lamar. Do you guys know if SeatGeek is legit or StubHub? We recommend Game Time. We do recommend Game Time. So <laughs> true, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. There's a question up above that asked, what's for lunch today? You already know what I had. I had illegal pizza. Illegal <laughs> pizza, baby. That's right. Shout out illegal always pizza again. Only. Yep. Or come to the DMVR bar. That would also be go. an option yep. for lunch. Uh, for uh, a little liner right now. Yep. And we're open. We are open. We are open. Damn it. Double header tonight. Abs <laughs> nuggets. So yep. there you go. Um. All right. Any last comments? I'll let you guys try and get them in while I tell you. Again, please check out the article. It's coming out on the DMVR.com. Yes. A uh, full kind of breakdown of this 23 class, including preferred walk-ons. Um, I'm also using this as an opportunity to kind of reformat the prime tracker too, make it a little more digestible. So you'll have that to look Beautiful. forward to in terms of Beautiful. written content. There you go. Um, but all right, guys. Another great show. We'll be back again tomorrow. Yes. Same time, same place. Let's go, Buffs. Let's go.